0: to another episode of the Blue Skies Dronecast. So uh, again, like like normal on this episode, we've got uh, Matt with us again. How are you doing, Matt? All good?
1: All good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, you?
0: Yeah, I'm all right. I like your little wave. That's always uh, always nice.
1: <laughs> always wave while you're saying hello, yeah. That's Not that anyone can yeah. see that when they're listening on the podcast. No, but... <laughs> that's true. But he's
0: look, he's waving type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. So uh, yeah, following on really from um, your journey, I guess we could call it actually, um, we've moved through kind of how uh, we set up Aero motion Pictures and how it's turned into UAV Hub, how there's been a few, uh, or not a few, an instance of uh, coming into contact with the CAA, so that's why we moved away and you set up uh, Mr. MPW. Uh, we then spoke about the Drone Mentor in the last episode uh, as well, so we're moving on now to a few uh, sort of, I, kinda, I don't know, tips and tricks we could call it almost, but uh, just a uh, sort of More information about moving forward with your learning, I suppose we could also call it as well. I'm sure Matt's got a better phrase, but uh, we'll go with that at the moment. But uh, yeah, this episode is basically all about how do you start making money uh with your drone or how do you start a drone business and i think like we talked about in the last episode that is the age-old question so uh a bit of a rundown maybe on the podcast could be good for people and uh sort of spur you on i suppose is, is another phrase we could use as well so uh yeah matt can you help with that
1: <laughs> yeah i can um good. <laughs> well hopefully anyway yeah. um yeah be uh I'd be in a pretty poor position if uh, if I couldn't, I guess. Actually, no, I I, don't
0: know either, actually. Sorry, sorry, guys. That's (laughs) the
1: end of the episode. (laughs) Do, That's
0: it. (laughs) Um, Oh,
1: dear. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, it's one of the. It's the age old question, right? It's the the thing that um, people actually i think have thought about before they generally even come into our world at uav hub where we talk about the rules and regulations and teach people right yeah. they, a lot of people come in and go right i want to get into this drone thing because i'm going to go and film hollywood movies and i'm going to go and mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm going to go and do solar site surveys all over the world and yeah wind and turbines map... and everything <laughs> wind, wind turbines and gold mines yeah, and, and that's awesome yeah that's what you're coming into it for and that's what you want to do then that's wicked you are probably in the right place right it's uh that's where the industry i think is going it's the big data thing yeah um yeah but there are a few problems with that as well and i think it's really important that people understand that this is a business like any other business Mm. okay you have to um you have to have or create a solution to a problem yeah, and really what we're doing is we are leveraging leveraging, easy for me to say um, <laughs> leveraging drone technology to make it either faster yeah, or more efficient or more cost effective or reduce the risk yeah. those are the main things I always think of that, you know if you're looking at doing something with a drone mm. can it do one of really those four things? Does it make it cheaper? Does it make it faster? Does it make it less risky? You know, does it make it more efficient? And, and, yeah. and if... If the answer is no to any of those, then you don't need to be doing it with a drone or you need to be looking at kind of solving a different problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I think so. You know, there's a lot of people that kind of um, do it the other way around. Mm. And this is one of the big problems. This is why I think the drone industry gets a bad press amongst yeah. a lot of people. Um, Because people come in, they spend a fortune on drone kits. Yeah. You know, they buy the latest Mavic 3 Enterprise advanced or whatever, you know, it's not a Mavic 3 Enterprise advanced now, is it? It's just the Mavic, is it Mavic 2 Enterprise?
0: Yeah, I think that's still they the one even call it that? that. It's just, yeah. yeah, there is still an Enterprise with a little top hat on, isn't it? And that's the one. I just remember that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, it looks really strange yeah uh, it's got a flashing light underneath as well tom don't forget oh okay yeah
0: that's important.
1: Good too. Yeah. um yeah so you know people come in and they buy this they get sold the dream of buying this drone and earning a 100 grand a year mm. and and that you know you get the drone you get your training you learn 100 grand a year mm. and um and that just isn't the case i'm afraid you know you uh, no, to earn exactly. good money at anything you've got to be good. very good <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you've got to be very good um and or you've got to have something unique yeah um, answer, and yeah. there's plenty of other people with those kind of drones out there, right? So yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, it kind of How... reminds me. It's it's a bit of a weird uh, anecdote, I suppose, of that. But it just reminded me when we went to uh, Ireland a couple of weeks ago to visit my wife's uh, relatives, and her her grandma is is very much uh, switched on, which is brilliant. But she keeps having trouble with. Uh, finding good gardeners. So she's a really good gardener and she knows all about the plants and she just can't get out there and do it all. So obviously really frustrating. So she gets these gardeners and she, it, all, it is so funny because they de- they never really last more than two weeks because she says they just don't know what they're doing. You know, they, they, they pull up all the flowers that they think a weed is a flower and it's ridiculous. And the phrase that I was going to use was that, you know, any guy can go out and buy a lawnmower and call themselves a gardener. And that's what she said. And it's like, no, actually, you need to know a lot more about the actual thing as opposed to just having the best lawnmower you're not a gardener so I think it's about the same sort of thing actually ironically which is funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> big
1: time yeah <laughs> uh, but what's really interesting about what you've just said there and, and I think that leads on to the next point point. and I've painted it all doom, doom and gloom there right and, <laughs> yeah. it, and it isn't right mm. but I think for me and you'll testify to this I've always been very honest with people in mm. terms of coming into the UAV hub ecosystem and like you are not gonna become a millionaire from doing this unless no. you've got a a solution to a problem, which there's a need for, right? Yeah, and exactly, um,
0: yeah.
1: you know, whereas I think a lot of other companies um, are out there going, well, if you spend this five grand or 10 grand with us and buy this package, you'll become mm. a millionaire overnight. And it's like, no, that, that, that <laughs> is now it works. If, that, if it worked like that, we'd all be doing it, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
1: But this is where the delineation is really interesting because, like you say, you could, going back to your analogy from before, mm. you know. I could go and buy I mean, i've got a good lawn mower i've got a good strimmer i've got a good hedge trimmer yeah I, I I could if i needed to throw those in the boot of the car and i could go and charge 20 quid or whatever to go and trim someone's trees and yeah. mow the lawn and yeah. that's cool mm. right i could do that and i could do that on the weekends do a couple a week and i could get some extra pocket money so i can go buy my, buy my mavic 3 uh, <laughs> mavic mini 3 pro mm. rc right
0: yeah
1: um and that's cool and it would pay for that if i wanted to go Full mm. time, full time, full time, and earn good money from it. Then you're into a place where I'd have to go and learn about <laughs> what different different plants. And I'm, not, I'm no, I'm no gardener, this right? I'm no horticulturist. Oh god, this <laughs> is where it all falls apart. Talk about drones, fertilizer.
0: Mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Get me back to the drones. Uh, no. um,
1: <laughs> I'm the no Lord gardener. Mentor is
0: never going to take off, I don't think,
1: is it? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> no you'll never find that out in the no. real world. Um, but, you know, I don't know which areas within a garden in terms of sunlight and soil yeah. type and pH and all that sort of stuff. See, I kind yeah. of kind of know what I'm about. Yeah, um, sounds good. <laughs> I don't know what areas are within a garden with relation to those things are mm. where you need to plant certain types of plant or certain types yeah. of tree or mm. what different kind of care they need or when they need to be pruned and things like that. You know, mm. I don't know those things so i couldn't become a professional gardener
0: yeah
1: without either learning those things or well yeah without learning those things i suppose yeah, and then it, also <laughs> without buying the proper kit that i need so that when yeah. someone says oh i really like stripes in my lawn that run mm. this way and, and that way and i want a crisscross pattern it's like oh i can't do that with my 150 pound lawnmower So you've got to go and buy the Mm. expensive tool, right? But at that point, it's like, okay, cool. Well, now I'm not £20 an hour, I'm £40 an hour, Mm. you know, and you have to book me for 12 months. So, (laughs) you know, it's up front, 480 quid, and I come and do an hour a week or or whatever, you know, however it works, you know, it's like, okay. So that, and that then ties over into the drone world, right? Mm. Like you, you've got to decide where the, do you want to make a little bit of money and pay for your, you know, your hobby, basically? Mm-hmm. And if so, that's cool. You can go out, you can, with not much knowledge, I would say, with not a particularly expensive drone, particularly, no. you know, at the now. time of shooting this. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. The, you know, we were just chatting about it before we we went live, right? Yeah. It's the the DJI Mini 3 Pro RC is just unbelievable you know uh, and so i i got one i was lucky enough to um to grab one when they first came out mm. and I was saying to tom that this thing is can fly itself better on the kind of follow me features and stuff than tom and i could have ever tracked a subject with a professional cinema drone ever yeah. and, and and i can say that hand on heart this thing can do it better than we could as professionals at that <laughs> at the top of the industry yeah right yeah um exactly. it's it's incredible so you can get, buy one of those less than a thousand quid do that get your A to get out there get some shots and you can earn that money back over a year right mm. and that's cool like mm. that's wicked if that's what you're happy doing if that's what you want to do just so you can pay for your hobby and then you can buy the mavic mini 5 pro turbo when it comes out then so, yeah. you know You've earned the money to do it, right? And and that's what you need to be there's happy There's not many with.
0: hobbies that actually pay for themselves as, as much as I'd love them to and as much as we want to justify them, you know, there's there's not many that do. So that's always quite nice because it makes you feel less bad about, you know, spending that money on, on, on that type of thing. So I think it's, uh, it's, yeah, like you say, it's pretty cool in that respect, I think, for sure.
1: Yeah, but you've got to decide, right? Like, mm. are you coming into it to enjoy it and go out when the weather's nice and take some shots and sell those shots and put yeah. them on prints or whatever it may be? You know, get a little bit of stock footage when you're up in the Scottish Highlands or when Mm. you're away on holiday in Portugal and you're out on a boat, get some stock footage and put it on a stock site. And if it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. That's that's it. Right. So you've got to decide. And and I would say that obviously the technology now is so good that anyone can do that. There's nothing stopping anyone doing it. So anyone who's got a drone could make 50 quid a week from doing stuff like that, Mm. Um, which is great. But it also means that that part of the market is then very saturated, right? And you've got to decide, do you, uh, so that, was, well, I think taking a step back from that, rather than just before you decide when and how you want to step up, if that's the way you want to go, you've got to set a goal and say, right, what's my goal? Is it to pay for the drone mm. and have some money in the bank to buy the next one? Or, mm-hmm. you know, or is it to make a living from this? And and that's two very, very different things. Yeah, for sure. Um, you yeah. know. It, because when you're into wanting to make a living for it you've got to become an expert effectively in an area Mm. doesn't necessarily need to be flying the drone now no um (laughs) but you you've got to become an expert in an aspect of it whether that is you know getting getting a course done that means that you are a qualified thermographer so that Mm. you can go and do official surveys whether it is teaming up with a chartered surveyor or a quantity surveyor or whatever it may be so you can go and do capture survey data and and then they deliver it to their clients. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. You know and or whether it is like you and I had to do and that's why I think we both <laughs> kind of I heard you giggle when I mentioned you don't have to be an expert at flying anymore. Mm. We I I think it's fair to say the reason you and I did Hollywood movies went around the world film, filming and flying with drones back in the day. Mm. It's because we we became experts at flying model airplanes and helicopters and drones, right? Yeah. Like that.
0: Yeah.
1: That that was our um USP if you whatever. like.
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah exactly. you know
1: and, and we could jump back into that tomorrow if we wanted to you know mm-hmm. there are plenty of companies out there there's plenty of leads and contacts we've got where they are desperate for people who can fly yeah. very expensive very heavy very large camera packages mm. that then means they need a very expensive very heavy very large drone yeah and there aren't many people that can fly those properly no, no. or well and hit the marks that you need to for that that shot yeah you know seven eight ten times and Mm. that's why you and i excelled i think in in that side of things back in the day yeah um which Mm. is why we are where we are now so Mm. you've got to decide you know what it is that you want from it and then how you're going to get there because and i think for me another big one and again we were (laughs) weird we were just chatting about this and it wasn't this wasn't contrived right because we didn't even know what we're going to talk about until we kind (laughs) of start talking but um that's how we do these, by the way. There's no. Uh, <laughs> there's no. Can you tell? There's no pre-planning. Um, the we were just chatting about FPV, so the first person view flying, mm. and we've both done a little bit of it back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's fair to say it's something that we'd both like to do more. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, obviously the weather in the UK and us working full-time on Mm. this kind of thing means that we don't then get to go and do it as often as we would. And the regulations are a little bit restrictive as to where we can go and how we can do it. But Mm. here's me making excuses, right, as to why I've (laughs) not done it. So I'm like, right, okay, I've got a simulator and I've got a simulator set up at the weekend. I've got the kids on it as well so that I can justify playing with them on it (laughs) as well. The the DRL kind of um, the Drone Racing League simulator. And I want to learn how to do FPV because actually I think now at the moment, that's going to be the next big thing in the drone world, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's... um... Well,
0: it's the only thing that uh, now in the industry, you actually have to have... Not have to have skills, because that's the wrong word, but have to have flying skills, I suppose. Because like we've said now, you tap the screen and off the drone goes and follows X, Y and Z, which was hard, like you mentioned. But now that's a lot more automated. The drones are a lot smaller. You can hit auto and nine times out of 10, it will look good, I I suppose. But... You can't track a drift car at 80 miles an hour with auto track. That's not going to (laughs) work. So the only way to do that is to fly the FPV drones and it is all down to the pilot skill level and the only way to be a very good pilot is to put in the hours to practice and a lot of people either don't have the time or can't be bothered and there's no one stop shop at the moment which is the niche I think isn't it? If you put the hours in I think you will be better placed to, to get that shot that someone else who's Spent tons of money, probably still can't do. I guess.
1: Yeah, hundred mm. percent. And I think um, for me, the FPV side of things is very much going to be like the cinema, um, the cinema drone mm. market was. Yeah. Eight, seven or eight years ago, back at the beginning, even mm. up to about five years ago, because for me, the the kind of cinema drone thing um, started to fall off when DJI bought out the Inspire two. Mm. Because, again, all of a sudden there was a camera that was probably 95, 96 percent as good as the Reds that we were flying at the time or the Arri Alexa Minis Mm. that we were flying at the time. Yeah. Um, You know, it got you almost all the way there to the point we were convinced in production. We'd turn up with a big drone (laughs) in the van and an Inspire 2 and we'd say, look, let's just do a test shot for you with the Inspire 2, show Mm. you the raw footage give it to the DIT to grade up. Mm. So that's a person on set that kind of ingests all of the, um, all of the data and, and sends it off to where it needs to go. Give it to the DIT. They would, you know, they'd get a grade put on it quickly and go crikey. Yeah. That's actually, that's as good as that's better than we need it to be. So let's mm. ditch the red and do it with that. Yeah, so good. then it'd be, you know, and anyone could fly the Inspire yeah. 2 and, and get great shots from and then
0: it. And you can say, oh, by the way, it's half price as well compared to the big one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. whoa.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> You know, much easier to fly, much safer, much more redundancy and stuff, and um, and it and it was great. And so even that kind of dropped off a bit, except for the very high end yeah. productions where they need, or the effectively the director wants a specific lens on, so that yeah, it's a specific it, it? look. Specific yeah. look. Um, yeah. But FPV for me at the moment is the thing, guys. That's mm. the that's where the future of the phys- you know if if you want to get into doing drones and flying, that is where putting the time on the sticks. And if I'm honest, a bit like we had to back in the day, investing in crashing drones yeah. <laughs> over and over and over again mm. is, is where you're going to make your money. And mm. um, you know, uh, outside of becoming an expert at something yeah. um, or yeah. teaming up with an expert, that's the other way to think about it that, um, that I've always taught, right? You don't need to be the person who knows what you're doing with the data necessarily. Mm. It's good to have an idea Mm. Um, don't get me wrong, gonna, uh, you know that's how you sell yourself to the chartered surveyor or whatever it may be, and um, you know. But you team up with them; they get the work in, you capture the data for them, deliver it to them, and they yeah. they do their thing with it that they've spent seven years at university yeah. learning to do.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I think that's definitely yeah, hundred yeah, percent correct. I think really, yeah, and uh, I think uh, again, I don't know whether we're we're slightly moving away from the actual topic, so I'll try and bring it back. We are still on topic, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah. again, so we're we're still looking to uh, obviously yeah, make some money. So we're basically at a crossroads, aren't we? Where is it going to be a hobby or is it going to be a a, a full time thing? So I guess that's the first the first step to understand. I guess Matt.
1: Yeah, I'd say so, um, because yeah. then. Then you, can, then you can make that decision, right? As to yeah. whether you are going to, um, you're gonna invest time and money into becoming an expert at something and learning how to run and develop and scale a business and yeah. you know how you generate leads how you nurture those leads and turn them into customers how you then delight those customers you don't mm-hmm. and that's the thing we talk about we don't just um, and i think that's why we do so well as uav hub and and certainly why you and i did so well when we were doing just the drone flying thing back mm-hmm. in the day um it wasn't just about going and flying for them it was about delighting the customers with the shots we were getting and Mm. how safely we were getting them and how efficiently we were getting them and how pleasant we were on set, right? Mm. Like you've got to Mm. learn those kind of things. So yeah, once you've made that decision, it it then takes you down that path. And um, you know, you can either go and enjoy it or you throw yourself at it and you learn about business, you learn about yourself, Mm. because a lot of this is is a voyage of self discovery as well Mm -hmm. as as learning about the drone and and the niche you want to go into. Um, Because when we understand ourselves, we can then understand other people and how we can sell ourselves and our business to other people. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I see. yeah that's it. And, and then, you know, then I would suggest if you do want to go into it full time, that's when you want to be thinking at first, I don't, I'm not going to go narrow at first, you know, don't go and buy your thermal drone and blah, blah, <laughs> blah. Um, get something that you can learn on and that you can start to generate some money from. Yeah. So I would start off actually doing the same thing as the hobbyist does. Mm. I would go out and capture random, not random shots because I'd go and plan them. Right. Mm. But I would go and I'd get the stock footage stuff. I'd go and get the you know, sunrises and sunsets and I'd go and get the things I can sell as prints. And I'd go just because that gets you into it. It gets you used to it, gets you mm. up and running yeah. and actually could start generating a little bit of revenue. Yeah.
0: And you've got something to show people as well. I think that's the big thing. If you just say, I can fly a drone around, they're like, great, what have you done? And you're like, well, nothing really. I can't, (laughs) I've got, you know, if you can put a 30 second video in front of someone, which kind of captures their imagination and shows what a drone can do because you've got to remember, people still don't really know what drones can do, there's a huge amount we're in a little bubble aren't we here, and we all assume that everyone knows everything about drones, but they don't and you could say I can get some drone shots of X, Y and Z, they'd be like oh, what, how what would that look like, and if you could be here you go. <laughs> Have a look at this. You're halfway yeah. there then, I think, as, as, as well. So I think going out and doing those practice shots and making a show reel is how we normally say that's where you want to be sort of moving towards to, to get yourself up and running, I think.
1: Definitely, mm. as a starter for 10. And, and do you know what the best way of doing that, and this is what we used to teach, or I used to teach when I was um, running my kind of in-person seminars, where I mm. used to go on tour and, and do it. We used to show people our show reel. And a couple of other people's show reels. Yeah, and it's like, look, go and find the top ten drone companies mm. out on the internet that you can find. Look at their show reels. Look at what they're giving people to download. Look at what the, how they are portraying themselves. Yeah, exactly. And model yourself on that. So find the one that's got the the best show reel in your opinion. And it's mm. all you know. It's all <laughs> kind of subjective. Yes. Um, Find what you think is their their best show reel. Sit down and go right. I want to make a thirty second show reel. Theirs might be two minutes long, right? Because they've been mm. all over the world doing mm. stuff. Find the ten best shots in there. Go and get ten similar things. Right. Try and match the sunrises and the you know yeah. and and learn and by doing so you're going to learn how your camera works. You're going to learn how to plan. You're going to mm. learn how to fly the drone. You're gonna you're gonna learn all these things. You're gonna learn how to edit. You're gonna learn how to edit to music and not just use green sleeves or lift music please <laughs> can we get away from that in the drone industry oh my god um, oh dear, dear. <laughs> um the plinky plonky lift music that everyone uses on their yeah. show reels, like yeah. that isn't going to drag people in they're going to look at it and go oh okay cool mm. you know and it's going to force you to do a bunch of learning mm. But you're going to end up with something at the end of that week or two weeks. If you plan out those shots and where to go and get them and, you know, you do all the driving around and you invest that time and money, you are going to be such in such a better place for earning money at the end of that kind of you know 30 days, if that's what you want to do in terms of, right, my goal is in 30 days I'm going to have a kick-ass showreel or I'm going, to, I'm going to have a 30-second showreel with 10 shots in, 3 seconds each. Boom, and it's going to yeah. be cut to music. Hmm. Set yourself that challenge and get out. Get it planned, and then get out there over the space of ten days and get it done. And yeah. come back and edit it. You know, you're going to learn how to use Premiere. <laughs> you know, uh, it's another skill that you are going to need if you if you're stepping into this. And yeah, you know.
0: Or even the basic stuff as well, you know, like iMovie, that's how I did mine to start with. That's perfectly fine, you know, and it's normally free with, you know, your computer. So again, there's, uh, I think what a lot of people fall into the trap of, and you know, I'm sometimes one of those people in, in different industries, it's if I spend a lot of money on the best stuff. Then I will be the best. And it's like, yep. no, you won't. And normally when people say, Oh, what, what drone do I need? You know, how do I know do I need the Mavic 3? And I've got the Mini 2, but you know, I, I think the Mini 3 would be better. And it's like, well, I wouldn't upgrade until you physically know why you need to upgrade, because yeah. actually that's when you do need to upgrade, you know, that and I think that's quite a good mindset because if you don't really know why you're upgrading and you spend all that money, the chances are you probably don't. But if a client says, Oh, I need this, but at this resolution, or something 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 then you're like ah well now now i can't do this so i do need and you could then say okay well if we can sign some sort of job contract i'll then go out and buy this aircraft for that job and and that's nice isn't it you know that's exactly it so yeah i think that's good as well
1: Mm. and again this comes back to that investing in yourself right like the the any camera what that you can buy nowadays, whether it's a physical kind of, you know, handheld digital SLR, mm. whether it is a, a camera on a drone, mm. a camera on a phone, it will be better than you. Right? It mm-hmm. will be more capable than you. Yeah. I I can't push the limits on my mini 3 pro rc it's mm. better than i am right yeah, exactly, and i've done yeah. this for the <laughs> longest time as a professional and earned hundreds of thousands of pounds a year doing this mm. right um this is my living and that drone is better than i am at flying <laughs> at doing the camera settings <laughs> at, you know everything yeah. it's better than me mm. don't get me wrong you know i always run my drones and cameras in manual um you know i do adjust the settings myself but <clears> it is still 10 times in in so i'll just take this back right one of the things i used to do and this used to shock people in a way um when i used to do things like the photography show and i'd go and stand on stage in front of thousands of people (laughs) over the space of the photography show and people would say oh what what what's the best drone mate what do i need you know you ask questions at the end and you're like i can take you don't need the best drone just go and get something and get going right mm. because i guarantee the drone can do better than you ever will be able to in terms of flying and taking photographs yeah exactly. all right yeah. But, and i know that because you're asking me the question <laughs> because if you were out there doing it you wouldn't be asking that question yeah i used to say i just I pull my iphone out of my pocket and you say i can take a better picture with this phone mm. than the 99.9 percent of you sat out there today with your 10,000 pound Nikon DSLRs and lenses. Mm. And I, I guarantee that I can, mm. because I understand composition. I understand the settings because I've done it since I was a kid and I'm, I'm really passionate about it. And yeah. I've done it for a living, effectively. Mm. You know, you can spend all the money in the world on a lens and a camera, in our case, a drone. Yeah. But, but until you truly master that tool, mm. There's no point upgrading or going for, you know, go for, of course, go for the latest piece of tech you can afford because that's going to give you the best opportunity. Mm. But there's no need to, um, you know, and you certainly don't need to jump out and buy the latest version of everything that comes out. And again, I think this is that mindset thing, right, of are you doing it for a hobby or are you doing it to earn money? Mm. Because if you're doing it for a hobby, you might do it because you want the latest version of the tech every time it comes out. And that's Mm. cool. Mm. But understand that that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because for me... If we were out flying, if if I had to go and do a heavy lift drone job tomorrow, mm. I would take the Alterate, right? Mm. And that thing's six years old? Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Seven, seven years? Probably,
0: six, probably yeah. Six far, or seven years Far longer years than old. we want to admit, I imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: But I would take that out because it's an incredible tool.
0: Mm. It
1: did the job really well when we were flying it. And I know it inside out because I've yeah. spent thousands of hours flying it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know? And it's like professional photographers. They don't upgrade their gear every time a new camera body comes out. No. They stick with the old one because mm. they know what it what it does and how it works. Same with um, you know, proper cinematographers that mm. like they yeah. still shoot some Hollywood movies on wet film. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: because they understand it and they know it. And I'm not saying we need to be stuck in the past, right? But no, you don't no. always need the latest tech. And when yeah. you get to the point that you do need something specific, then do it. But don't buy it that's the other thing right no Le- rent rent it from someone who will rent who will rent it out to you mm. for the first couple of jobs
0: yeah that's true yeah yeah
1: get to learn it by renting it um and then lease it if you need to that was where mm. we went wrong when I, when we were doing <laughs> yeah. the drone thing was buying all of our gear for, for yeah 40 50 60, pounds a time yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and mm. uh yeah and then it being obsolete within a couple of years
0: Yeah, that's true. Because
1: the new thing comes out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I think that's a really good place to kind of, uh, yeah, kind of sort of wrap up and finish, I think, with that episode. I think it's a good... Sort of little taster, I think, for people to kind of get their get their teeth into, kind of because I think that's actually the hardest bit, the first step. It's so overwhelming, I think, isn't it? When you sort of suddenly pop out of your flight test, you're like, hey oh my god, now what do I do? Because it's all kind of set out for you in in a really nice way, and you can follow a nice path, and it's really simple. But when you're suddenly in the open, sort of open air with, with with sort of no direction, I think that's hard. So I think, yeah, first question. Is this going to be a hobby or is this going to be my full time business and then follow that path and then be as sort of wide reaching as possible, I guess. really. That's it. It.
1: And... What's the goal? What's mm. the goal for you in either of those circumstances? Yeah. And mm. then how do I get to that goal? Do I need to become an expert in something and yeah. invest my time and effort and energy and money into that? Yeah. Or am I just going to do it at the weekend? And, and if you do that, you then won't be disappointed. You know, mm. you won't be a hobbyist expecting to make a, a living from it. Um, and you won't be trying to make a living from it and, and operating mm. like a hobbyist you will double down and, and go down whichever route you do and you, and that, that way you'll really enjoy this industry it's an incredible place an incredible mm. community and that you know it really is amazing having so many like-minded people and people yeah. with common interests it's a bit like you know mm. um, Tom I know you're a Teslaarty, right you're <laughs> massively into your Teslas and it's yeah. a bit like having a community that are obsessed about something
0: Yeah,
1: and mm. uh, you know and, and that and that is what This is about, but you've got to decide Yeah. It's a nice prevent disappointment in the future
0: yeah exactly right yeah it's a nice place to be I think once you understand and I think the worst place to be is having dumped far too much money into it and not getting the results I think that's where people get a bit disheartened so I think spend the least amount of money possible to start with and see how it goes that's what I would probably do and uh, sort of move on from there I guess too so um, yeah there we go well that's look at that another another episode in, in, in the can Matt that was a very, very quick one it's funny how half an hour disappears so quickly when we're yeah. chatting but uh, we know <laughs> that already for us.
1: probably not for the people who are listening maybe, well, Sorry, <laughs> maybe not that would be
0: a Bit, bit of a shame wouldn't it but uh, hopefully they enjoy it as well um but uh, yeah so i think with these episodes we might sort of carry on with kind of this idea is that kind of the uh, the sort of the, the mindset for future episodes and well i guess we'll see what happens won't we maybe as well that's it we can
1: develop it as we go and and yeah. you know people just let us know this is the big thing right we're doing this for you there's no point you know tom and i tom and i talk every lunchtime anyway and we mm. will talk for longer than this um about <laughs> random stuff so um let us know what you want us to talk about and, and let us know the questions um by sending them in mm. um to the guys at uav hub if you got um is it what's the email address yeah Tom, and,
0: can... and i just was trying to work that out in my head i'm gonna forget potentially, coming, but i think you? it's dronecast at uav that's probably the best one to get us at. if not just send them into the uh, the hello inbox that's probably easier isn't it as well but uh
1: well i know there's also um social media at uav hub.com so ah, okay. um, yeah but we'll I'll tell you what we'll do we'll drop a link yeah. or there will be a link to the email address anyway, hopefully below um in the episode description. So whenever yeah. you listen to it, send us in what you like to do. And if you're enjoying this, mm. let us know on socials. And, oh, yeah. and and if it isn't something that floats in anyone's boat, then let us know and we can, you know like stop. I say, you've got <laughs> we can stop, yeah, because yeah. you've got and this is like this is without blowing our own trumpets Tom and I have been doing this since before this was a thing so you know if there's certain things you'd like to hear about just ask us Mm. um, and we're here to help there's no point us wasting your very valuable time um, you know if it's not something that you want to talk about or hear about so let us know
0: yeah exactly right brilliant well there we go so uh, thanks very much Matt again nice to have you uh, on and uh, I'll uh, yeah speak to you in a a week or so I suppose or a couple of weeks (laughs) sounds good Brilliant, nice. Okay, well, again, like as uh, all, like I always mention, if you can subscribe to the podcast, that's obviously brilliant. Tell a friend as well, uh, and uh, obviously, if you do subscribe, then that means the episodes will drop into your inbox uh, whenever they're released, which is normally uh, very early on a, on a Wednesday morning. That's normally when it happens. Uh, so there we go. So thanks very much for listening, everyone. Uh, Matt.
1: Here we go, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, look forward to catching you in a couple of weeks' time. But until then, fly safe and blue skies.